Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. It's been a minute. Uh, our schedule has been pretty crazy, but we're glad to be back and recording. Um, Reza, tell us a little bit about the trip that you were just on. Yeah, so uh, sorry everyone. The, the the reason for the delay between the last episode and this is actually because I went to England with my family. So um, I think we mentioned it before I went, but um, I actually took my, my equipment with me, but the first weekend that we were going to record, I just didn't have a good place to go to record. And then the second weekend, which was uh, obviously last week, um, it was just tough to like get time, you know, with the time difference. And then like Gordon's lack of sleep, his like never really completely acclimating to the, to the, um, to the time difference or the lack of like, no, sorry, the uh, different space ended up being a little bit tough for us, like sleep wise. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, you know, we, we, we went to England and um, the whole point of the trip was really to pick up where we left off two years ago, just before the uh, the, the, the pandemic. Um, so those of you who were listening back then will recall that uh, Lena Gordon and I had gone to England um, to uh, to see a lot of Elena's family. That's where that's where she was born. She's got a lot of family out there still. And um it was the first time a lot of people were able to to meet Gordon on that trip. And at that time he was about seven months old, if I'm not mistaken. And so um, this time, you know, most of these people haven't seen him since then. Uh, and, and in fact, when we first went, there were a lot of people who actually didn't get to meet him because we had to cut the trip short. So, um, so this time we were able to plan a couple more visits with people and um, actually stay the full duration of the, uh, the, of the trip that we planned, which was great. So, um, to start, we actually so we flew we flew directly into London. Um, the flight was actually not bad. Uh, I told you before many times that I never want to fly with Gordon ever again in my entire life, right? Um, and this flight, uh, he was actually pretty good. Um, so like the key things were were that Lena one bought this like little air mattress thing that kind of inflates directly on the seat that he's in, and uh, it would allow him to lay down. And the second thing was that the flight was. Um, <clears throat> was right before Gordon's bedtime. So we, uh, I think, I think, uh, think we took off at around 5 PM. So we were able to eat dinner on the plane, um, hang out for just a little bit. And then Gordon was able to go down, go to sleep. And it actually worked. <laughs> like he slept of the, of the eight hour flight. I think he slept like five hours and he only woke up towards the end because, you know, we're prepping for, for landing and like, you know, they're, they're turning on the lights and whatnot. So, um, so that was great, um, although he didn't sleep his full duration. So normally, uh, you know, on a normal night, he sleeps about around like 11 or 12 hours. And having only slept like six hours meant kind of uh, trouble. <laughs> like, so uh, and then, of course, Lane and I, we didn't sleep very well. Um, so he we, we literally just caught colds the day like that we were leaving or right before we left. Um, I like taking a, a COVID test because um, I was a little worried about that. Kept sure. coming up, kept coming up negative. I literally took two um, the day uh, like within the, uh, the two days, I think, that we left. And then. Um, 
So we're on the flight and my cold symptoms are really starting to like present themselves, which sucks. Like I'm getting congestion. Um, like you can, you can probably still hear it in my, in my, uh, in I my voice now. It. There's still probably still some slight, slight congestion or whatever there is. Like I, I feel, I don't feel any symptoms, but I do feel like I sound nasally. Um, and so, so yeah, we, we, we eventually get through the flight. We went directly to London where we were going to meet up and, and stay with Lena's brother, um, who lives in a, in a small flat with a, with a couple of friends. So, um, a small flat. I yeah, heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we uh, go to their place and, you know, it's it, so it's me, Lena and Gordon, and, and we're staying in her brother's room. He's staying in the guest room in this in a spare room that they have. But this place only has one bathroom and things are complicated enough already with having, you know, having uh, uh, sharing a bathroom with Gordon with three other people who, you know, who aren't me or Lena, um, as well as sharing a room with him, you know, being in this new space in a completely different time zone off of very little sleep for a kid who does not like sleeping uh makes uh makes putting him to bed pretty difficult so we are lane and i are sharing a bed it's a uh it's a full-size bed or i what what do they call a full-size bed in england i'm trying to recall it's not i don't think it's a double a double's a queen bed right or you know that's a great question i have no idea well anyway let's just assume it's called a double but it might not be um we we're sharing this bed and um and Gordon is sleeping in this little inflatable bed that Lena had ordered for Gordon before we arrived. And a few hours into the night, he he starts crying and and uh, and he wants to get into the bed with us. So uh, that's that's pretty much how we slept while we were in London. Um, now while we were there, um, we we were planning to see one of Lena's aunts as well as one of my aunts who live like five minutes apart from from one another, which was kind of crazy. Um, and uh, Sorry, I'm watching this one play right now as I speak. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we 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 were we were planning to see Lena's aunt first, but it turns out she tested positive for COVID, so we weren't able to see her, which which sucked. Um, but the uh, we were able to see my aunt, which was which was awesome because she's got um, uh, a son and daughter. Her son lives just across the street from her. <laughs> they, he his he and his wife literally bought a home together, and then um, and her her daughter lives with them, and so we were able to see them as well as see their kids and um, see how Gordon was interacting with them, which was really cool to see too for me, uh, at least uh, I think for him as well. Um, and so we arrived in London on, um, it was a Thursday, right? And um, we left London, or sorry, no, we left the house on Thursday. So we arrived on Friday in London and we left on Monday. And on, um, on Monday, Lane's dad picked us up and he took us up to Birmingham, which is about a two hour drive north of London, maybe slightly northwest of London, uh, where we spent the rest of the trip. So um, stayed at her dad's place. Um, I'll tell you this part. This this part was hilarious to me. We walk in the house and um, and they have a, they have a uh, so Lane has got a room where she she had a room when she was growing up. She uh, and, and coming out to visit, she would stay in that room. So we're sharing that room and they have a guest room. Um, and, uh, they set it up for Gordon. So they put like, they put, so Gordon at home, he sleeps on a twin mattress, which is on the floor. And, uh, and out there, Gordon, they, they set up a twin mattress for him, put it on the floor, put a whole bunch of like bears and stuffed animals and stuff in that bed for him. And, uh, the instant he walks in there, he's like, my room, my room. And I'm just cracking up like, dude, how do you, first of all, no one said anything about this being your room. How do you know it's your room? Um, but they also have a little potty on the floor, like a training potty on the floor uh, of his room. Now, 
I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but we've been trying to uh, to potty train um, uh, Gordon for some time now. Um, so like we've been, I don't know, ever since he was like in his ones, we were we would like put him on the toilet. Um, we would try to like take his um, take his diaper off and and have him um, you know try to tell us when he when he had to go. And like some of these steps happen over the course of time. So like keeping him out of a diaper, for instance, was uh, as he was much older and better at communicating with us. Um, but it, 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 the potty training has been a bit difficult. Uh, I've heard that boys can be difficult. Um, they they can just be a lot like a lot more. Um, what's the right word? Stubborn with it. Uh, okay. I don't know what it is, but like, I, I think it's something about having, I think it's something about having the independence and making the decision on their own. So like when a, a lot of the times, you know, over the last like two months that Lynn and I've been doing it, um, which we're really only able to do it um, after school, after daycare and on the weekends. And um, we'll, we'll basically put him in like a training pant, which is just like a, a padded underwear so that, you know, it's somewhat absorbent, but it doesn't, it wouldn't like really catch an entire pee. Like it would still leak through to his pants, but it at least won't puddle on the floor. And so he'd been in that and every single time he's in it, he won't tell us when he has to go to the bathroom. So what we would often do would be, would, would, would be to tell Gordon like, hey, you need to go sit on the potty or, or we'd ask him like, hey, do you need to go potty bud? And he'd be like, no. And he's always like, no. Um, and so we, uh, we try to, we try, we would try to get him to go on the potty and he's always like just freaking out about it. It's always a thing that we battle over. And it's really frustrating because it's so easy to do, you know, like <laughs> going, going to the bathroom, sitting, peeing takes like all but like one minute. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit longer. We wash his hands and it's always, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, like he, he, uh, he, we, we walk into this house and they have this potty there and we go up the stairs and, and uh, it's got a, it's like a Paw Patrol themed potty. And the instant he sees it, he goes, I have to go potty. And I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> like, like this man, this man has never, like never said, I have to go, to, I have to go potty. I have to go, like, I want to sit on the pot. I want to right. sit down and go. Like he's, he just doesn't do it. It's always a battle. So the instant we walk into granddad's house, he goes, Hey, let me go potty. I got to go potty. And, uh, and sure enough, like that's what he does. He pulls his pants down. Like we, we, I think at this point we didn't have him a diaper anyway. So he pulls his pants down, sits on the thing and goes all by himself. I was, I was shocked and I was upset because it's such a battle. Um, so anyway, we, we, um, like over the course of the trip, he was actually really good. He was really good there. So they also had like a Paw Patrol themed uh, toilet seat, uh, which you could actually put on directly onto the toilet. And he was able to use that so much. Uh, we were getting number ones uh, a lot, but we actually got a few number twos on the potty, which was awesome. Um, there you go. Like that one's been, that one's been difficult too. So like the fact that we, we made so like ma a massive stride in his potty training this trip. So, so much so that like when we got back this past weekend, Lane and I decided to take him down to the city, to Chicago. We literally took the Metro line. We took a train down to the city and then we, we literally just like looped around on a bus for a little bit because he's obsessed with trains and buses and such. Um, and, and he had a great time. Um, but yeah, so anyway, while we're there, um, he loved, loved, loved seeing, spending time with his, uh, with his nanny. Uh, so let's lend his, uh, lend his dad's uh, wife as well as granddad. Um, there, I, I worked part of the time that we were there, um, largely just trying to, um, preserve some of my days off as well as because the fact that 
the trip was largely for 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 Lena and Gordon. There were people that that um, that she wanted to see, family that she wanted to see, as well as people who wanted to see Gordon. Like at this point, we, we've we've uh, resigned to, to the fact that most people don't give a damn about us. They really just want to see Gordon. So anyway, um, so like a couple of days, um, uh, his granddad and nanny, nanny like took him to the park. Uh, they went to like a a petting zoo together. Um, trying to think of a few of the other things that they did, but. Um, really that was really it like especially that first week i, I just kind of stayed at home when i was grinding away at, uh, at work i would uh like get up and um walk out to uh to town which is like a 10 minute walk uh get like lunch or something there myself and then kind of walk back and just kept things going on with work uh the second week we uh we, we mostly spent like doing stuff together so like there's an amusement park called drayton manor that we went to that's not too far from their place um and we were able to get like on a bunch of uh you know kid themed rides with gordon I think he really enjoyed that one. Um, and I just saw a bunch of family, went to like a barbecue and whatnot. The The biggest thing that I wanted to mention though was the, like every time we've left the house with Gordon, um, we find like anytime we ex- spend an extended stay away from home, we find that like all of our routines break down so much and things like, especially his sleep patterns get really wonky and it's not just the jet lag. So like, having his own room out there that we can't lock the door that which we can't lock makes things weird like so at home he almost always sleeps through the night and and it's no problem he doesn't like get up he doesn't want like try to get out of the room if he does wake up he puts himself right back to sleep while Mm -hmm. we were while we were out there the first night like i I was like hey you know it's a new room i'm explaining to him like hey okay this is you know if if you if you wake up and you're scared and you want you want mommy or daddy you know you can open the door it's not going to be locked can you show me can you show me that you can open the door because the door handles are different and then i i show him directly where our room is so that he can come get us and like i have him like i'm you know i have him show me from memory <laughs> later on so i'm just trying to like train him first night right 2 a.m my man walks in the room so it goes mommy mommy and uh he wakes her up and she goes to the bed with him she spent the night in there <laughs> they wake up i think he woke up at like what was it like f- five or six a.m. out there? That that uh, like pretty much every day, um, yeah. And this this routine just kept happening. So he would like come to the room. He would often spend the night with us, and then uh, like in our bed, and then um, and then he would wake up, uh, go to his room to pick up like a toy, like you know a truck or something like that that he had on on the floor in his room. Come back to our room and then just sit there and play with it loudly, like he's you know making engine noises and stuff with his mouth crashing his bus and cars and trains Jesus. and whatever else and and he's doing this stuff at like four in the morning five in the morning like yo dude like come he's on he's ready man. to wake up though he does not have he doesn't like sleep and the the thing that's frustrating is how much it affects his attitude and patience and everything else in between so like when he's tired he just really loses it he gets super twitchy and fidgety he doesn't he like often tries to force himself to stay awake by making his limbs do certain movements like when we're on the plane coming back home for instance he's like throwing his hand into the air and kind of waving it around to like force himself i guess to stay awake i I don't really know but um yeah so like that that part that was that was the worst part of the trip was just the sleep um but uh we were again very impressed by his potty training the flight back home sucked um it was a noon flight so we left there noon local time uh so landon's dad drove us back to london and um get on the plane 
it's an eight hour plane ride coming coming back. So, uh, so sure. Yeah, so going is uh six and a half hours, but because of the jet stream, whatever, whatever, coming back home is an eight hour f- flight. And um so it's noon. I'm expecting that Gordon should probably be taking a nap not long after takeoff. This is his nap time. And then he uh and then he would sleep, which uh his bedtime is around six. Although while we were out there, his bedtime was getting really messed up because sometimes it'd be out the house and whatnot. So his bedtime while we were there was probably like seven thirty to nine, um, on, on most days. And so we're on the plane and he he falls asleep not long after takeoff which was pretty awesome I was like okay cool got nap time let's do something right um like eat i think that's pretty much all we had time to do i watched a movie i watched a movie called hashtag uh, alive on netflix uh, which is a korean zombie movie wasn't as good as i was hoping it would be but still decent premise and then uh and then he woke up and then uh he was up for the rest of the the, the rest of the flight um he was very obvious obviously invisibly tired about two hours after he woke up but he just never once fell asleep after that and he was kind of a a, a nuisance and a pain in the butt like he wasn't like loud or anything like that he was just like exhausted to try to like you know get a hold of him you know like Mm -hmm. he's tired and it's just draining us as we're trying to like work with him and the thing that was particularly annoying about that is because lane and i we didn't get to sleep a wink on that flight and um as we're getting off the plane everybody and i mean everybody was complimenting gordon oh my god he's such a great flyer every flight attendant was complimenting gordon on how great how how great of a flyer he was all the people who were around us were sitting there complimenting gordon like oh he's so cute he's so handsome he's such a great flyer meanwhile like the like you look in our eyes and like our our (laughs) we don't have very much left in us (laughs) we're both exhausted both tired um and uh and we land and of course our bodies now are expecting it to be it's a six hour time difference so we land it's like 3 p.m and um so so that would have been 9 p.m out in england which you know gordon should be you know passed out at this point and the two of us you know just after the long day of flying and 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 the lack of sleep and whatever whatever uh we're exhausted but um it's it's three so gordon's not really there like he he and, and, and sorry he it's three he should be there but he's but he's not um he he wants to do stuff he's ready to go and he's just fussy because he's tired and well, I don't know, whatever so we eventually get home and uh he falls asleep in the car lana puts him up into bed he stays out he's knocked out um and lane and i just crashed too like we we honestly didn't have anything in us we we i think we, we picked up chick-fil-a on the way home and we ate that, watched an episode of Seinfeld, went upstairs. I think I showered, and then we both got into bed and fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone would have anything left in them to do anything after something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it here's was... a question for you. Do you, and I don't know if this is a, if this is something that you could realistically consider because obviously I don't have kids, so I'll ask a stupid question. Can you give him like Benadryl or something to like knock him out? So we gave him this like, um, what is it, melatonin stuff, and it, it did seem to work. But the second time we gave, it, like, we didn't give him like a full dose. So the first, the second time we gave it to him, which was on that second flight, um, all it seemed to do was just make him more tired. We knew he was tired. He like Gordon, he has a lot of tells. It's very obvious when he's tired the way his the way he begins to act, and um, 
So he was very clearly tired. We just gave it to him to kind of like get him over that hump, but it didn't seem to get him quite enough over the hump. Like for for like four hours of that flight, I was like, yo, I think he's ready to sleep now. Like, I think he's going to pass out now. And then like something would happen that he would like break out of it and he's just up and he's ready to go. I had to like take him down walks in the, on the uh, down the aisles. Like it was a fairly empty flight. Um, so um, it was it was kind of easy to do that. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's like you can. This is the first time we've ever done it, but I don't know. I, I I think we both feel a certain type of way of like giving him something to get him to get him to sleep. You know? Well, I don't know. Do you? I do. I, oh yeah. So I I do. But um. What do you feel? I don't know. Just I just I just don't feel like I should like just giving him stuff to to giving him stuff to help him sleep when he doesn't really need something to get him there like he's not sick you know like it's not medicine, oh no so it's, but it's not like it's not because he's sick right it's cause... no 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 but that's that's just kind of how i feel about it i guess you know like you know i'm not saying that yeah he's not sick uh it's just a matter of uh i don't know i just don't like giving him something i don't like giving him something unless he like needs it and he wouldn't really he doesn't really need it um it's it, it's something like it, it's we, we giving it we're giving it to him to make our lives easier you know like it's right. like selfishly we're giving it to him, I guess. Oh sure. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Overall, overall, good good trip. Um still still getting still getting him out the jet lag. That's that's been a bit tough, but um, how badly does uh does he get affected by jet lag? Yeah, so this is only our set like any other flights that we've done have only been like an hour time zone shift. Um but you know we went to england once before and the the last time we went um like i said he was seven months he wasn't even sleeping through the night um completely back then his sleep he didn't really have a proper bedtime so it was this is really our first time seeing him with a proper like he's supposed to sleep through the night and uh you know go to bed before you know when the sun's going down wake up when the sun's coming up type of deal for him and it seems to be affecting him a lot he he doesn't seem to be getting like even though he's going to bed earlier, he still gets that like I don't know twelve twelve hours or so of sleep. But he seems to still be tired when he wakes up, but he's ready to go despite that. And um and so like today for instance he woke up at like five. So I get him, I take him downstairs, and he like wants to play, and I'm kind of just watching him. I'm I'm like you know. I'm, ta- I'm I'm honestly about to take a nap and and um I'm watching him play and I'm watching him like do whatever he's doing and he has he's showing signs that he's sleepy so right. I'm like you know you just woke up and I don't really know like did he actually just wake up or was he quiet and I had and we didn't hear him you know like that that's a that's a possibility but anyway like it's like he sh- he is sleeping through the whole night but I think his I think internally his body is still saying like it's a different time so he's waking up at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. or whatever, and maybe if he's still like internally on on England time, then his body's like, "Hey, it's 11 a.m. It's about time for a nap." <laughs> and so, I don't know, um, but but it seems to be affecting his mood, like his behavior and his mood a lot. So like every little thing is a big deal. Like he he was literally sitting on the couch watching TV earlier, and I came home. Uh, I got sushi for uh, for Lena because uh, for for Mother's Day, and um, and Gordon enjoys sushi too. So I I bring home the sushi, and um, 
Gordon hears me come in the house and he literally starts crying and like throwing a tantrum because he's like, I want sushi. I'm like, yeah, we, we talked about this like six times, my God, like you knew, you knew that I was getting sushi for everyone. Like it's time to eat sushi. Why, why are you crying? <laughs> why are you upset right now? So like we've been, we've been having a lot of like little freakouts like, like that. And, and they largely seem to be due to the fact that he's not, he's not like sleeping properly and or getting the proper rest that he needs so i'm hoping as we get to the school week especially because they are they're a lot more rigid i think with their timings of everything that it will help orient him better and get us back to normal yeah all right well hopefully man because i i can't foresee the the family not going to london more as, as he gets older and so Hopefully yeah. it's something that uh, like he gets better with. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they call him terrible twos by accident. Like I think it, I think we're really kind of in the in the thick of it, and it it certainly doesn't stop at two. So or sorry, it doesn't stop at three. You know, he'll he'll there'll be different challenges, and um, some things won't change exactly. But I think it'll be a lot easier, and I also think that he shouldn't. I hope that within a few years he doesn't hate napping as much as he hates it now where he doesn't hate sleeping as much like he he really does everything he can in his power to avoid to avoid getting a proper rest and so i'm uh i'm hopeful i wonder where he gets all that activity from like <laughs> you know all that energy from and yeah i know you've said in the past that you try to like tire him out um, yeah no he's just like an endless ball of energy man he eats he eats plenty i i i I've, i often think about like the uh the the physics behind it you know like his what his what's going on in his metabolism that allows for that i think that like the amount of energy that adult brains must utilize just like at baseline is so much more than the kids who are still like in early development and so maybe his muscles and his just body as a whole has so much more to to exert physically that adults just kind of don't because a lot of it goes to our brain, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I like can't I, tell you. I don't know what the percentage is. I didn't. I, I definitely didn't Google this. This is this is not research, but <laughs> um, I, I I I've kind of been thinking about that. I wonder if there's something to that that idea because kids just seem to be an endless ball of energy. And like he doesn't eat very much sugar beyond like what's naturally occurring in foods. Like he eats plenty of fruits and stuff, but like we don't give him. There's nothing like we don't. He doesn't get anything with like added sugars or anything like that. So he's not eating candy. Like candy is like an anomaly to him. He doesn't, he barely knows what candy is. Um, That's because you eat all the candy in the house. Yeah, yeah, I eat all the candy. Um, <laughs> he, does, he doesn't eat like chocolates or cookies or cakes or anything. Um, in fact, like he had ice cream, I think, for the third and fourth time on this trip. The, f- the third time was we went to a restaurant and we were getting up to leave in London. And uh, actually, I forgot to mention that we met up with Lane's uncle while we were there. And so we were at this uh, at this restaurant. And as we're getting up, the uh, waitress literally walks out like, oh, no, don't don't leave yet. Like uh, I was literally just bringing him a bowl of ice cream. And like it's a it's a it's a little cup of, uh, of chocolate ice cream with a, uh, a Cadbury egg on top. And Gordon, like we 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 gave it to him. <laughs> like I uh, I fed it to him. I probably gave him like three. Uh, sorry, I gave him like a quarter of it, and I gave myself like three quarters of it. So I would give him a small spoon. And tax I man always gets that. his, huh? I would give my, <laughs> I would give my, <laughs> I would give myself a huge bite. And it was and, and my main purpose was really just to like make sure that he didn't just eat the taste whole thing. it. Did he <laughs> eat it? I just didn't want him getting all of that sugar, like all Did that. Did Lenny get like, any? He's, 
No, no. She, oh, so that's all you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been avoiding dairy lately, so. Is she laughing yeah, in Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, who is it nowadays, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I definitely feel the effects of, of dairy, too. But, um, but you're not a quitter. Nowhere near as many other as, as, as other people. So, um, but yeah, like it was really just to prevent him from 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 getting all that ice cream. Like the excess. Like he doesn't he doesn't really mess with dairy either. So like it's it's hard to tell what the symptoms are for him. But like I know that like I know what it does to his uh, <laughs> what it does to his poops. I know he get butt. He it yeah it just yeah a little, little bit and uh, he uh, his breath actually starts to smell. Which is oh. kind of weird, yeah. When he like when he ingests a lot, uh, some dairy, like I don't know, it's weird, it's gross. Oh, um, and then uh, he got it again on the on the airplane. They were they were passing out ice cream to everyone. I literally don't even know how he knows it's ice cream. Like it, it's it's Does served. Say ice cream. I don't think he's heard it at the time. Like it's literally a it, it's a cup. It's it's a it's like a it's a nondescript cup. Oh, he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't see ice cream being delivered. <laughs> like he doesn't see no, ice cream in though. his regular life and ever. And he sees this cup and he goes, "Ice cream, ice cream." And so, um, so he, so we you did the same, eat his ice same, cream in front of him. We did the Let same deal. I ate, I ate uh, most of his, and then he, and he had some of it. So, and he doesn't hate you for that yet. But that could be this nah. memory here could be the beginning of yeah. uh, of a of a villain origin story. <laughs> Yeah, when he hears this back. <laughs> oh man, he goes, I, I knew I hated him for a reason. <laughs> all that, all that ice cream that I was cheated out of. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I have many other, many other opportunities to raid the raid the freezer when Lena and I are knocked out. I mean, but you don't even have ice cream in the home, right? No, no, we actually do. There's ice cream in the freezer right now. So you're both lactose intolerant. No, I no no like like when I say I have like reactions to milk like it's not it's nothing like that like, it's you, it's what, negligible. what's your reaction i might just be getting gassy that's about it like and and honestly not noticeable most of the time like it just does not doesn't happen it like when it happens like oh that's probably because of the milk you know like that's probably oh, okay. because of the dairy but it doesn't really happen with like cheese or anything um or ice i don't know so like i'm not a milk drinker so no. Maybe like if I have a bowl of cereal or something like that, it would happen after that. I'm not really sure. How often do you have a bowl of cereal though? Depends. It, it really depends. Like a bowl a week minimum. Yeah, I guess if you want to put like an average number on it, yeah. I have a I have a box of uh, Captain Crunch in the house right now, but um, we'll see how long that lasts. Does Gordon get any Captain Crunch? No, no, definitely not. He gets he gets just regular ass Cheerios. Oh, <laughs> uh, not even the honey he, nut. And he eats them dry. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my Reza! No ice cream. Regular Cheerios. He he likes them as a snack. I don't have to tell you. It's it's actually it's crazy. He doesn't know so better. It's yeah. He it's not even just that he doesn't he doesn't know better. The fact that he enjoys these things kind of proves to me like how much we have been trained to to just crave sugars and such. Like oh, yeah. so, Lana gave Lana's given him like just raw chocolate. Like you can go to store and get like a hundred percent or like ninety five percent like just dark chocolate. It's I mean, that's, awful. That's bitter, dude. It's bitter. It's awful. And, but we know uh, this. And he eats it. He loves it. He literally loves it. And it's kind of crazy to him because because I can't eat anything more than like eighty percent dark chocolate <laughs> or oh, I don't know God. what percent. I don't. I don't really know what percent it is. What what oh, really no. what real percent? Blasphemy on this call is. 
is hit what, me from left field and I'm what, not prepared for it. You like to just sit there and chew on some 95%? Is that what well, you're telling me? Really? The darker the chocolate, the better. Now, granted, anything above 90 gets gets tough. But like, you know, those, uh, what is it, the lint chocolates, right? Like the, uh, the yeah, lint yeah. bricks or whatever, 85 Ooh. Never had them. Listen, you're t- you're talking to the candy man, right? So like, you know, you know who you're talking to, right? Yo, not, don't make me say <laughs> that three times. Sandy. All right, that's the, end. that's the end. Sandy, you know who you're talking to, right? Like, <laughs> like, like you I, said it I'm, once. You're I'm you're s- on the clock now. I'm sitting here like I'll just be, like it's it's all about milk chocolate, all right? That's that's what I need in my life. That's and so and so, are you a white chocolate much. person? I like white chocolate, of course, but I don't I don't like I, do. I I definitely prefer just regular chocolate over white chocolate. But anyway, this is this is beside the point. Um, the like that that's how I want. That's how I feel like things should taste. But that's not how he feels things should taste. Like he does, he just doesn't know because he hasn't really had these things that are just infused with sugars and fats and such. And so like and like he's super happy with them. So I don't you know like giving him giving him like ice cream and and some of these other things. Like I'm totally fine with him having them. But I just don't want to make that make a habit of it, and um, but anyway, that no, that's not that's not even the point that I wanted to make. My point was he has so little of these foods that have added sugars, and he's still like super hyper a lot of the times. Oh yeah. So when parents like say, "Oh, it's because of the sugar or this and that," I'm often like, "Is it really?" Because like the there are occasions where Gordon does have like you know he has like these really kind of crazy days <laughs> um, with like cookies and whatever else like it's not often but he does and I don't feel like his personality is any any different than a normal day so I really wonder how much of an effect there really is when like parents give their kids um, certain foods now like caffeine and like Coca Cola might be a different story but but like the sugar is at he least, drinking soda. No, no. He he's had a few sips and he doesn't like it. Like it's it it's so it's he learning how to deal with the bubbles is weird to him. And like despite that, I think he's still intrigued by it because every time he has a sip of it, he like makes a face and is like mm mm. And then he and he literally like comes back like give me some more now. Like he'll literally shake his head say mm mm. And then put his head forward like can I have some more? I'm like no, no, you can't have some more. You don't like that. Don't waste my soda. Um. So yeah. Um. I don't know. He just doesn't need it. So <laughs> I, uh, he'll like, he'll get it. I know it at some point, like at some point in the future, he's just me eating the same exact things that we're eating. And, um, and that'll be fine. But I don't feel like, he, you know, he, he's too, he's happy enough eating like fruits and vegetables and yeah, yeah, yeah. healthy snacks. So keep that going for as long as, as long as, uh, as long as he's not sitting there, like opening the pantry and picking out his own food. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Still, I'm still feeling the jet lag and, and yeah. the early, mostly through Gordon's early mornings. I usually don't feel jet lag too much, and it's uh 10 p.m. here, and he woke up nice and early, so I'm ready for bed myself. Yeah. Same here. We can uh, we can catch up on my on my week next time. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see everyone next week.